the master joy, and I would like to call in one of the trustees to give a message to you. Good morning. I'm Tom Clark. I'm one of the trustees of Holy Name of Jesus Parish, and I'm here today to talk about everybody's favorite subject, finance. Um, first of all, thank you to all of you for your regular donations to the parish over the years, and thank you to the people that donated to the Love One Another campaign last year. That campaign was intended for capital expenses, and we've been able to apply it just this fall to the repair of the steeples. You may have seen the lifts out front. So, but to the current state of our finances, um, this is a really hard message for me to deliver. They're dire. Our expenses are exceeding our donations presently. Our cash reserves have been used over the last few years to maintain the church and do capital improvements. And it's, it's not just the holy name thing. Um, everybody that's going to Mass on the north side this weekend is getting a similar message, whether it's St. Dominic's or St. Clement or Holy Name. Um, so what do we spend our money on? What's our budget? About 40% of it goes to the salary and benefits of the staff. Please go to your mouse and then they will listen in the back there. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to the budget again. We'll start with that. So 40% for staff salary and benefits. 20% for Seton School, although the school is receiving less this year to assist the parish. 20% um, for utilities and maintenance, lights, heat, everything like that. And then there's 20% that's other, whether that's liturgy items or our donation to the archdiocese. So this is a very vibrant parish. There's a lot going on that brings us all closer to God. Um, there's daily and weekly masses, there's other sacraments such as baptisms, confirmations, marriages, faith formation for children, teens, and adults. Um, we support the school, as we mentioned before. There's Bible studies There's for teens and adults. There's home ministry. There's special events, for example, the Thanksgiving box donations yesterday, and Little Lord's Day and Advent for Candlelight, which is coming up next month. So for me, <clears throat> This is my home parish. I um, joined the Catholic Church through RCIA. I was confirmed on these steps, and this is the only parish that I've been a member of as a Catholic. And I've reaped many benefits from it. Um, my four children all went to Holy Name and Seton School. All four of them went through the faith formation process as teens and were confirmed. So there's a legacy of the parish that we want to maintain. The parish is 177 years old now. And preparing for this talk, I looked through the uh, anniversary book from 175, and the community weathered a lot of storms to build this church to what it is today. So now it's our turn to maintain the church and keep it going for future generations. And that's done through our weekly and monthly contributions. And I'm gonna make a pitch for electronic donations. Um, it's something that I was very hesitant to do myself, but in 2020, when we weren't allowed to attend Mass in person for 10 weeks, I signed up electronically so I could still contribute to the church. It's safe, it's convenient, and if I travel to visit somebody out of town, I don't have to remember, it's like, oh, I didn't make my donation, I gotta make up for it, it's, it's done. It also benefits the parish in a couple of ways. One, it allows for better budgeting, 
And two, it saves the staff a lot of time of processing envelopes and checks. Page two. So just to wrap things up, once again, thank you for your donations of time, talent, and treasure over the years. It's, it's vital for the ongoing operation of the parish and in the community. And through each parishioner's financial support, it allows us as a parish to share our faith, love, and joy with the world and to bring more people to know the love of Christ. So now here's the challenging part. It's time for you and I to look, you know, look within, look within ourselves, and judge our ability to sacrifice some of our wants for the needs of Holy Name of Jesus Parish and the greater Catholic community. So in conclusion, I'd just like to share the words of Pope St. John Paul II, who said, be not afraid. Thank you, Tom. In additional to that, so I have a question for you. Why do you think I did the opening prayer from there? Huh? Why do you think I did the opening prayer? No clue? Anybody? Why did I did the opening prayer here? Yes. Because everybody's sitting from here to over there. Nobody sitting over here in front. And this morning, it was so good because I didn't do the prayer from here. This morning, I did the opening prayer from here. And that's what's going on in our parish. The second thing, together with that, you know who they are. Those were your pastors. Don't look at the associate, but look at the pastor. Those are the pastors who together with your ancestors built this church. Now, myself, when I have to talk about finance or when I have to talk about a stewardship, I have to apologize. Because that's who I am. And if, if many of you have the opportunity to know me, many of you know that I'm, I work with emotions. And I'm a very emotional person. And everything sometimes I take too personal. Because when I take it too personal an emotion, it's one way to show love of what I like to do. But I have to ask you, to forgiveness because sometime, if I ask you who were the best priests or the best pastor in this picture, you probably were appointing son of them. You probably won't. If I ask you who was the worst priest in this picture, you probably, out of shame, probably you won't appoint anyone but I know that many of us are considered not to be the best pastor of the associate. And for that reason, I have to ask for forgiveness because you got me. 
the archbishop assigned me to be with you, and at some time I cannot be the best associate pastor when my emotions get into myself. Because I know that sometimes I can be so emotional that my message can come very strong when words that probably people get offended. Sometimes I write some articles that I don't have the appropriate word in English to express it, and sometimes it can be offensive to the people. And for that reason, I ask you to forgiveness. And I ask you that this because this church was founded 178 years ago with your ancestors and with these priests, good or bad priests. However, this generation are working in a way that if I don't like the priest, I don't go to that church anymore. If the priest is not a good preacher or doesn't do a good homily, I don't go to that church anymore. If the priest is not more conservative or liberal, I don't go to the church anymore. And that's what's going on. If you see Sunday by Sunday, we have been losing parishioners. And the most interesting thing is that sometimes we lose parishioners to go to another parishes because they think that the priests in the other parishes are good. And they come back and say, oh, Father, we work much better in the Sheboygan North Catholic parishes than in the parish that are trying to join. We, you, your ancestor, didn't build this church upon the priests. Your ancestor, the priest, built this church upon the rock. 175 years ago, we published, we put together this book. And the message said, upon this rock, I built my church. I know I cannot be better. Probably I can do it if I can probably be and become the most smart guy all over the place. But you know what? Even these smart guys make mistakes. And the priests, when they go to the seminary, we got studies in the pastoral way. We never get studies in administration or finance. For that reason, we have trustees. We have the parish council. But there are many times that a lot of people blame the priests for the situations how the church are going. If you look around, every stained glasses was donated for a members of the family, your family, the Malhan, the Keller, the Blackstock, the Tresters, the Feasters, the Freudale, the Gorgian, those who were dedicated to after the World War II, and those who were dedicated to uh, the hills, priests. One was a priest, and the other one was a monsignor. They have faith in this church. 
They invest time, talent, and treasure in this church. And it is very hard for me to come and talk about the finance because in the same way how the church is having difficulties, you are having difficulties among your family. It is true. But you make everything possible to survive. And that's what we have to. Since COVID, everything's changed in the church. Not just here in Sheboygan, North Catholic Parish, but everything's changed in church. Everything's changed among family. And I know it is very hard for me to come and say that we need you. That doesn't mean that what you give, you gave us, we don't, val- we don't give a value to that. Yes, we, you are a very generous person. You show me how to be generous. When it was one of the masses in the back of the church, we reached the goal of $15,000 to feed 337 people with the book for the food of access for Thanksgiving. So you know how to. I know that many of you want to have a, for a specific goals, but you know what? Upon you, I build this rock. Father Mark probably is not the smartest guy, like myself. I'm probably not the best associate pastor, but in the same way how you deal with me, I deal with you. And it's not our fault that because we came over here and the church is in the condition that it is. No. It's not just. I know that sometimes people go where the pastor can be joyful, can be friendly, can be liberal, can be conservative, can go and, and preach for the pulpit. Because there's a many of you who like that. To, make, to be honest and to be emotional and passionate, I don't preach from that pulpit because it gave me heebie-jeebies. You know what he jeebies is. And you know why he give me, give me, give me, give me, you know why I get those? Because I realize that most of my brother priests who preach for that pulpit make a lot of bad things in the church. They were abusers. Not just sexually, but also verbally. And for that reason, I live in that church, and I didn't like it, because the, church, the, the priest is to be more approachable. We must be more with the people, like I, I am. And for that reason, a lot of people sit in the back, because you are mostly afraid that Father Norby will come and ask you a question in the gospel. <laughs> but it's not that. What we hear is about our church. What we hear is about the Sheboygan North Catholic parishes. An anecdote that I didn't say this morning, um, when my nephews came to Sheboygan, um, I said to them, well, you're going to be visit, um, for example, you're going to be visit St. Clement. They don't remember how the building is. 
And my nephew, he's 32 years old, he said, that's the church who has budget or the one who doesn't have budget because of the style of the church. He thinks that because this church is gorgeous, it has the greatest and highest budget. But like I said to him, you don't know the bottom side of our churches. And you don't know how much we have to deal with George Washington in order to continue to maintaining our church. Don't get upset, please. One day I say that George Washington was not Catholic. You knew that. How many of you knew that George Washington was not Catholic? Raise your hand. But you know what? Many of you made George Washington Catholic. Why? Because George Washington is the one that we can find most in the collection basket. And that's how George Washington. And then I know I did this in other parishes, and other parishes get upset because I'm a Latino and I'm insulting the history of the United States using George Washington as an example. No, I'm not trying to insult anyone. But many of you have Netflix, Hulu's, Disney Plus, and those cost more than at Washington. When you go to the store, when you go to a bar, you don't put a George Washington when you pay. You put a Grant or you put a Benjamin. Because, oh yeah, Father, everything is expensive. Yes, for that reason you have to use a Grant or a Benjamin. But when, you come to ch when we come to church, we use our faithful George Washington. And I'm glad, I'm very happy that George Washington became Catholic. I'm very happy with that. Because at least with him we can work. But sometimes it's not enough to fight the war or the finance that we are going through. And for that reason for me, it's very hard to talk about finance. But I know that you know, you knew all of those who were responsible and with you walked together to build this church. That's what I want with you. I have to walk with you to walk, to build, and to be one of these rocks that was built, this church. In the same way, Father Mark, we are not perfect. But we, when we come to church, we come to see God, to share the joy that our Lord Jesus Christ, to share his sacrifice at this table. Not to hear every week of every month and a statement from our trustees and see in the bulletin how bad we are financially. But you know, there are moments that we cannot hide it anymore. We cannot hide it anymore. Like sometimes people cannot hide their finance. Even the diocese couldn't hide it anymore and declare bankruptcy. And all of us, we get upset because the church declared in bankruptcy. Everyone got upset. But as some, we don't realize that we are the one in charge of the church, no matter what.
we have to give back to God what he has been able to give us. So I know you put a, a George Washington. Let me see. I know George Washington. Let me, let me see. Who is and uh, And I know that this bill probably is not too much going around. Let me see who is in the bill, a $2 bill. Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson. I encourage you to start using Jefferson instead of George Washington. It will, it will help us a little bit more. But, but I know that there's a lot of gener, gener, generous people with us. If it's my fault why you're not giving more to the church, don't blame me. I cannot be more perfect. I'm a human being. I, I'm a priest and I have some defects. But not everyone should go in the same pile. And the church cannot pay for the mistake that sometimes we as a, as a priest, we do. We are not trained to become finance or administration. Those who know me, you know that I'm at this time, after 25 years being in the United States, this year I became financially stable. And it took me 25 years. And I speak with some of you, I say, Father, how can you be in such a debt? I'm not good financially. For the reason I'm not a pastor. For the reason I'm an associate pastor. But let me see. Let me see. Oh, I know. Can you come with me? Can I borrow your little one? Can I have the Sanders brother? Where's your sister? Your sister, I know I saw her to come in. Come with me. Come over here and face the people up, right here, on the top. Can you come? And your brother. Go down one thing. Go down one. Go down one. Over here in front of me. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for us, the priests. The priests come and go. Do it for them. Because this is the generation of the church. A generation that at this time, they even don't know very well the church. And for that reason, upon these rocks, we built this church. You and your ancestor built this church. So don't do it for me. Don't do it for Father Mark. Don't do it for Father Sander, for Father Phil, for any of those. Don't do it 
do it for God or for this generation that they need to continue to worship and upon the rock that this church was built. Thank you so much.